gentlemen, welcome to episode 72 of He Book, She Book. He's Mike. She's Becca. And we are back after SummerSlam. And this is going to be the first week with WWE, well, first week of WWE with Triple H in charge. And we have some familiar faces that have returned since SummerSlam. And we are finally going to start the women's tag team tournament next week. Yeah, this is the first week of my life. Where Vince McMahon is not in charge of Raw and SmackDown. Of many people's lives. It's it's like it's crazy to think about. Like we are in a completely new era, and we saw it with the show. I mean, it, it had a very different feel. A big return. You know, it Triple H is in charge now, yeah, and he is running the show. Shows. And it, it, exactly, it feels like it. Um, but before we get into all that, we're gonna start off with AEW because I feel like it's been a while. I know. I feel like we have not talked about AEW in a while. I feel like some things in AEW are just like kind of slipping through the cracks for me. Like I just don't care a lot about some of the things. But I mean, we love Orange Cassidy. He opens the show on Dynamite. He goes against Jay Lethal. And they're just so goofy, some of the shit that happens on on Dynamite in general, but on AEW. Like the best friends came out on each other's shoulders at one point. Yeah, I mean, they're trying to be eye to eye with Satnam Singh. It was, so, you know, it was the classic two kids stacked yes. on top of each other in a big coat. Big pop from the crowd. Very funny. Jay Lethal gets the win because, you know, he's he's in that program uh, with Wardlow. Yes. Who, like, he... I, they're trying to make the Wardlow's world thing, yeah. like, a thing. And I don't... I just don't... I'm not there yet. Yeah. I, like, I love Wardlow. He's got a great look. He's, like so just vicious seeming i don't know man this past week he had a very like roman reigns acknowledge me type vibe that like i wasn't yeah, but not in a good way not in it a felt good way knockoff. yeah I, it, it definitely felt like a knockoff i wasn't feeling it like i i don't know like i just had this very like mm, you're not that's not what i want from wardlow right now like, it felt like sports entertainment because he got asked a question mm-hmm. by sanjay dutt like basically a challenge and Wardlow, like, didn't acknowledge it. He just, he just gave, like, the, you know, we're in, what is it, Columbus, Ohio, or whatever it mm-hmm. was. You know, it's it's world lows. It, it did feel like acknowledgement. It felt yeah. like a discount Roman Reigns thing. And I, I don't know. I, I'm not there yet with Wardlow, but, like, I feel like that's where we're both in this weird, like, holding pattern with AEW. Because, like, Punk is out. Danielson's been kind of on and off. Cole's finally back, but, like, not cleared to compete yet. Like, it, it's it's this weird... Like, he's not clear to compete, but he is out here, like, fighting. Yeah, I don't know I don't know if he's just bullshitting us. I and, feel like, he like is it was cleared, kind of bullshit. But, like, we are in this weird holding pattern until All Out, which is September 4th. Yeah, and I'm still impatiently waiting for Kenny Omega to come back. Because, Kenny Omega. Like, especially with what happened with the Undisputed Elite, which we can get into. Because Adam Cole is saying that he's not cleared yet. And since he's not cleared and O'Reilly's not cleared, which I don't even think I realized O'Reilly was even injured, um, but the Bucks like aren't choosing Fish, so they can't compete in for the this, trios tournament. In this trios yeah. tournament, and then Adam Cole and the Elite attack the Young Bucks, which I'm sitting here like, oh shit, okay, this is where Kenny's coming back. Like Kenny's going to come back and he's going to save his boys, and then we're going to get that three on three that we wanted. And instead, Hangman comes to the rescue in butterfly pants. Yes, butterflies all over his jeans. Very, very nineties. Yeah, it, like it. It was so distracting to me <laughs> yes. that like I couldn't even like really like zone in on like what was no, going on. No, you must have said it like ten times. Like, look at the butterflies on his pants. Yeah, because I was like, <laughs> those aren't butterflies, right? And they are. They are butterflies, yeah. which is fine, you know, fashion. But it was crazy to see because Cole was like, you know, 
basically you're not going to be cleared to compete and then we're going to make that happen yeah and so bobby fish and kyle riley take out the young bucks and yeah you're, like it's it we needed this separation at some point exactly because like they have they have teased the bucks and hangman like being on like the same mm-hmm. page like for a while now yeah. like even in that hang when hangman beat kenny the bucks let him do that yeah it seemed like they were just like not necessarily working together but it seemed like they were just cool with each not other. working against each other yes yes they were just like all right respect here respect there we're not going to work against you you're not and then work when the bucks us. needed help hangman's here to save the day and like we now have that perfect separation which like i feel like this is already the tr- final of the trios tournament whenever yeah. that is it needs to be adam cole and bobby fish and kyle o'reilly versus hangman and the young bucks i mean that makes we sense elite versus the undisputed like that's, that's the like, perfect that's the perfect fight and then i don't know what the deal is with kenny still i, I haven't heard anything i don't know why i thought i heard he was cleared to return but maybe that was just like a wishful thinking around i think um, that was that like rumors big... for all for yeah. uh, not all out um forbidden no. door yeah forbidden door i think that was just like all of that stuff where people are like oh kenny's coming back and then it was like oh, okay he must be cleared but i don't think anything was ever official with that and he never came back no and we still haven't heard anything. About, no. Like, they haven't even been hyping or anything. No, Which, like, is fine. I don't want them to hype him up. Like, oh, yeah. my God, here he comes. Like, I, I love surprise returns. Like, I love surprise returns. Punk is out of, like, his, like, walking boot. Yes. Because he was at Comic-Con. Like, he looks like he's walking around fine. So he should be back soon. Moxley's going to defend his title against Jericho next week. We'll get into that in a minute. But the, like, this holding pattern that we're in, I feel like we're just waiting for Punk to come back. Yeah. It feels that way. All it feels like we're waiting for something. Punk versus Moxley, we assume. Mm-hmm. I don't think we want to see Punk versus Jericho for the championship. But like we need those titles unified, and we need something to really pick up. Because I feel like there's not a real big story to sink our teeth into right now. Because we have all these minor things going right, on. Right, even with the women. Like, Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm have been teaming together for a while. They're Thunderstorm, love the name, all about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they go against Britt Baker and Jamie Hayter. And even that, I kind of felt like I was like, okay, like, we've kind of seen this before. Like, yeah, great match. It was a great match. Britt, at one point, pulls Thunder Rosa into um, Tony Storm's path, which, you know, sucked for them, but, and Jamie got the win over Tony, but I don't know, like, it was, it felt like, okay, all right, what's like, next? we're still doing yeah. Britt and Jamie, we're like, still friends. We yeah, like, why aren't they one? broken up yet? Like, I don't know, like, it was all week I felt like that with AEW. Well, te- well, Taz announced that Team Taz is officially done. Yeah, that was something that happened last like week or the something week before new. that we didn't talk about, I don't think, was when Hobbs and Hobbs turned on Tony, or not, Stark. Tony Stark. <laughs> turned on Iron Man. <laughs> yeah, turned on, turn on Iron Man is exactly where I was going with that. Um, yeah, so then Taz is like, no, I'm done with Taz. They're all on their own now. Which, like, also, Great. finally, like, I feel yes. like that's something that, like, Tony... I get he likes the long story. Yeah. But sometimes they just go too long. Like, Team Taz hasn't done anything no. in so long. And then you finally had Hook take the FTW title. I don't know what we're going to do with that. It's still not technically recognized. No, we didn't even see Hook. Didn't see Hook at all. Uh, but we're, we are going to get Hobbs and Starks probably at All Out, one-on-one, finally, again. I'm assuming so. Because like, Hobbs, like, he had this squash match. Yeah. Versus, like, a local jobber. He looks so good. Well, of course he does. He, he is was, huge. like, three times the size of this jobber. I know, but even before we saw the jobber, like, that entrance, like, his new yeah. entrance that he's coming out, like, he looks like he could be somebody, and he's all, like, he was one of the guys that Punk mentioned when he came back. Yeah, he was. Like, that's a that. guy that should have been, 
in a better position at this point because he's just been stuck in that team Taz role. Thank God that's over right. for Hobbs. And then, Same thing with Starks. Like when Hobbs won and then Starks just comes flying out from the back and like he attacks Hobbs and I'm like, okay, let's see. Like, like I Starks like is this over too. It is something new. Yeah. Starks is over. Hobbs is over. So like yeah. it, it was, it's interesting to see both of them go at it and it's new. But then Hobbs just left him laying in the ring. So I do think you're right. Like I do think we're going to see them at all out in September. Yeah. And then, I mean, the opposite of new, we had Christian versus Matt Hardy. <laughs> yeah. What in, talk like, about? The most 2002 match I've ever seen. And like, honestly, I just, I don't care. Because this whole thing is basically just Christian is feuding with Jungle Boy. Yes. And, like, peripherally Luchasaurus. Yeah, and I don't understand. I think, like, the Matt Hardy thing was just to get Matt Hardy a match. It was. Like, Christian Cage is about – he beats Matt Hardy, but he's also going to concerto Matt Hardy. That's when uh, Jungle Boy comes out to, like, run him off. But, like, earlier in the night, he tried to – Jungle Boy tried to run Christian Cage over in the parking lot. Yeah, fast. And, like, like, I'm going to kill you. Like, it's just – it's so funny to me. Because it has got, like, Tony Schiavone in his interview with Christian Cage, like, Jungle Boy said some really personal things. Like, yeah, no shit, Tony. <laughs> Where have you been? Yeah, Christian was saying really Christian's personal been, things. <laughs> yeah, like, Christian's been talking about his dead dad for weeks. Saying he wished his whole family was dead. Like, I don't know. But when he said that, he was like, oh, he's been saying really personal things. I'm like, what are you? Yeah, the rebuttal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like, did you not hear what Christian was saying all these weeks? It. Talk about personal things, man. The acclaimed gets too personal in their, like, rap in the beginning it's always good uh the acclaimed and the gun club i don't know if we actually talked about before on the podcast where they're no longer like together so now it's the acclaimed versus the gun club which i do like because again it's kind of new because they're going against each other instead of being together they're in a dumpster match which is also new for AEW. Uh, I've I've never seen a dumpster match before where they have to put both tag team members into the dumpster, close the dumpster, and then that is the winner. So in their rap, though, they said, we're going to make the ass boys retire like Vince McMahon. Obviously, big pop from the crowd. Huge. And like, Amazing. The acclaimed, like the acclaimed can say whatever they want. Whatever they want. And that like, wasn't even so the worst part of that. They're insanely over. Like, they're one of the groups where like, I mean, music helps so much in wrestling, yes. and it's a problem that we've had with WWE for, like, months now, that they keep changing people's music, so we can't even recognize when people are coming mm-hmm. out. The acclaimed have a very easy, recognizable yes. entrance, and the crowd pops for it. They're they're a team that they don't necessarily need to be featured every week. Yeah. They don't even need to be in, like, the running for a tag title. Just give them, like, five minutes on either show, and the crowd's happy. Yeah, because they're fun. Yeah. People want fun, you know? So they do end up winning this match, they acclaimed. And they zip tie the lid closed with the ass boys in the dumpster, push the dumpster off the stage. I mean, they're dead now, and that's fine. It's so crazy how much, I think it's, is it Austin or which one looks exactly like Billy? One of them. Yeah, just it, like, look freaks at them. Me One out. of them looks exactly like, like This was a father. callback. Like, the only important dumpster match in wrestling history was you had, um, it was Cactus Jack and Terry Funk versus Road Dog and Billy Gunn. And this was in, like, 99 or 2000. So, like, it was a callback to that match, which was fun because Billy Gunn was in that match. Right. But, yeah, to have both of the guns just dumped off the stage looked yeah. awful. It looked terrible. The dumpster flipped completely upside down. Yeah, it looked I still don't rough. understand how they got out. It's fine. Yeah, of course. But (laughs) Wheeler Yuta and then Chris Jericho went against each other. And then if Yuta wins this match, he gets Chris Jericho's title shot. 
but he doesn't win this match. No. So Chris Jericho keeps his title shot, but then he continues to hold Yuta. So Moxley comes to his rescue because that's who Moxley is as a person. I don't know. I mean, that was dynamite. Yeah, it was. So the whole premise of like this Jericho Moxley thing is Moxley doesn't want the pain maker. He doesn't want the sports right. entertainer. He wants Jericho. He wants Lionheart Chris Jericho, which like Jericho pulling out the lion tamer instead of the walls of Jericho was super mm-hmm. cool. That's such an awesome submission that I hate ever went away because it looks so nasty. You're just yeah. like basically doing like this like crank of the neck, but also the back and like uter, uh, uter. That's what <laughs> pronouncing it like Moxley. Yuta sells it perfectly. He just passes out. Yeah, he does. And Moxley comes and get the save, and Jericho says, like, you're going to get what you wanted. And next week, we're going to get Jericho versus Moxley. And, like, we're going to be looking for, like, those old moves. Which I'm excited about because that, like, that's the Jericho that people want to see. Of course. Like, people don't want to see just, like, what, what's the one? You already said his name, and I already forget it because I hate him. The, the Jericho that comes out with the face paint on. Oh, the pain maker. The pain oh, maker. it's so corny and we awful. hate him. <laughs> it's so bad. We hate that version. That is some midlife crisis shit. Yes, we hate that version. We do not want to see that. Um, so I'm excited to see that. That is next week on Dynamite. I think they said we do have to talk about one other thing that was well. Like, there's a couple things that happened. Like they mentioned Ty Conti and Sammy Guevara getting married. Yeah. Eddie Kingston's going to face Sammy. I guess it all out. They're going to have next week Darby Allen and Brody King in a coffin match. I'm very Which, like, excited we talked for about, that. It's really cool because Rusev had a promo against uh, about Malachi Black. Yes. You have two members of House of Black doing two completely different feuds that don't need each other at all. Love that. Love it. Like, they don't need to be together. They are great individually. I don't know where Buddy Murphy is. No, I'm pretty sure he was, like, injured or something. He, like, he okay? hasn't been around for he a while. He hasn't been around in a while. And, like, I don't know what they're doing with Julia. I feel like she's been having, like, dark matches. Oh, yeah. But, I forgot like, she was part of it. Or, yeah. Um, but yeah, like that kind of thing happening. And then like Anna J, let's just really quick. <laughs> Anna J is cracking me the fuck up over here. Because she like just went crazy. She did. She lost her mind. She is now Anna J-A-S, which is hilarious. Yes. You have daddy magic just being on so much cocaine at any given time. <laughs> and Anna J just yelling that she's going to choke everyone out and then just choking out a random person backstage. Like a random staff member backstage. And even Taz like, is like cracking up on the announce table. Like he's like, what is happening? Bro, he couldn't stop laughing. And like, they're supposed to be heels. We're supposed to be like, oh, these are fucking like, these are stupid. These are mean. Yeah. This is hilarious to me. Well, yeah, it was funny. It's so funny. Like, I don't know if it's supposed to be. But I like, don't think it's supposed to be. Daddy magic is supposed to be funny. He's the one that chews like a cow, right? Yes. Basically, constantly like smacking his gum. With this very square head. Yeah, a very square head. I I like the Jericho Appreciation Society. I don't really care for Daniel Garcia too much. He did have a quick promo about beating Brian Danielson. Yeah. And now he'll wait for Danielson to be okay. We do need that rematch because there's no way Danielson just walks away and we don't get like no, revenge. There's no way he's gonna just walk away. Exactly. Uh, but yeah, I mean Kingston is basically also feuding with JAS. There's a lot of feuds going on there. Moxley versus Jericho is next week, and then we just wait on Danielson, I guess? Yeah. And then Claudio had a great match on Saturday against Kanosuke Takeshita, who continues to be awesome. Claudio, man, I, I'm sad that he was just on that. We didn't see him more throughout the week, but, like, it, good match. It was all over there. But, like, they're so. promoting him as Ring of Honor's yes. Claudio. Yes. Which is fine, because he's, he's Ring of Honor champion now, but, like, I do want to see him on a weekly basis. Yes. And there's no ROH weekly show. Exactly. And, like, Rampage this week, I feel like, fell very flat. And 
when I was, like, looking up different things about Rampage 2, because I was like, am I the only person that thinks this, like, whatever, like, fell flat? Everybody thought it fell flat. I feel like Rampage has done that for a while now. You had that, like, the only thing of note, Takeshita did have a match against Ryan Nemeth, which, like, good for Ryan yeah. getting on TV like that. Didn't win, but good Didn't for him. Win. Madison Rain made her debut. She just got hired recently to work with the women. Mm-hmm. But had herself a match, beats Layla Gray. Uh, Keith Lee and Swerve beat Tony Nese and Josh Woods. Like, and, like of nobody course, cares. Moxley gets a win against that indie guy who won the Battle <laughs> Royale. Um, but, like, also, what one of the, like, general consensus that I read was just, like, everything you thought was going to happen on Rampage happened on Rampage. Well, like, all the outcomes you thought were going to happen happened. All of the matches were graded, like, C. Like, they weren't, like, they weren't good matches. They were, like, C+. plus. They were average at best. Yeah, it was just, it's weird. Because, so, it was John Moxley versus Mance Warner. And the reason this match is happening is because at Ric Flair's last match pay-per-view, mm-hmm. Mance Warner won a battle royal with the winner getting to face John Moxley on Rampage. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Like, why does Mance Warner get to come in and immediately face John Moxley for the AEW championship? It just doesn't make any sense. No, and like, but like again, obviously he wasn't going to win that. So of like, course why not. even have that match? Exactly. It was just it felt silly. Speaking of, let's just really quick touch base on Ric Flair's last match. No. <laughs> he's alive he's alive he's we, alive like, that was our cliffhanger last week yes rick flair made it through very barely don't know how he did it i don't recommend anyone watch that match it is it's just sad um Jesus. but it, i mean yeah good for him good for him he's alive he's dead kicking. Don't, please don't um, do it again yes please that, be hopefully done. that is his last match it was a bloody mess i again wouldn't recommend Expect watching it less. yeah just whatever i mean he's here he's alive it worked it everything's fine he's fine we're fine everybody's fine everybody's fine <laughs> and then we roll into raw our first week of triple h at the helm this is not triple h running a vince mcmahon show this is triple h running a triple h show he said in an interview recently that like he doesn't him and stephanie don't know how to run Raw and SmackDown like Vince McMahon. They don't know how to book a that Vince McMahon sense. show. They know how to book the way Triple H books. Yeah. The NXT way. And we are, like, this is a black and gold NXT redo. In a good way. In a great way. This is everything, like, we're on a great path. This is a great yes. start for Triple H. We start off with Becky. She opens the show in a sling. She had that dislocated shoulder. Nasty oh. picture if you want to see that online. Oh, God, no, you don't. If you're into just seeing popped shoulders. Oh, no. Some people like it. No, um, I was so mad at you when you showed me that. You're like, hey, look what happened. And I turn around like, what the? Don't get that out of my face. Becky comes out notably not in a wild outfit. Yes. She comes out. She calls Bianca out to the ring. And basically they just, you know, they, they talk it out. Yeah, they like say their peace. Like they respect each other. They love mm-hmm. each other. They hug it out. Becky leaves. Like she's she's no longer, she's the man again. Right. It doesn't, I, I think that big time Bex thing is over. Especially because now she's very clearly a baby face yeah there's no more heel becky bianca and becky are on the same i'm excited for her to be the man again well like they needed that yeah and on the other end camera cuts to after becky leaves we're backstage bailey eo sky and dakota kai are just beating the shit out of becky lynch and bailey's gonna or becky (laughs) whichever one bianca bianca (laughs) runs backstage Whilst twirling her ponytail. Oh, yeah. She's ready to go, Like man. she's revving an engine. Yeah. It was just weapon. hilarious. She's getting ready. And she runs backstage. She tries to save Becky. Becky's already, you know, worse for wear. But we're setting up what seems like Bianca versus Bailey. 
Yeah, which I'm also excited for because I've been wanting that. Yeah, I mean, last week you had that awesome EO Sky mm-hmm. versus Bianca like debut for EO. I don't. We have to get Dakota in there sometime. Yeah, Dakota being back is also exciting because I, I like Dakota Sky or Dakota Kai. So like. I don't know. I'm excited to see what she's going to do. I like when they bring in new women to the roster because we the roster is so, like, lackluster. Well, it was an NXT call-up that never happened. Yes. And EO was the same exact way, yes. except they didn't cut EO. The right. rumors were EO was on her way out, and then now we have completely different No, Triple H knows what he's doing. And, you know, he really, really knows what he's doing. And you can see who he's always just gotten behind in mm-hmm. NXT because they're already getting the slightest little push on Raw. And I love that because we had two different triple threat matches for the U.S. Championship. The winner of both matches will face each other and then they get the spot to face Lashley. So the first one that we had earlier in the night is AJ Styles versus Mustafa Ali versus The Miz, AJ Styles got the win. And I don't know why great match. I thought it was going to be The Miz. So did I. But this was a fantastic match. All-around fantastic match. AJ Styles wins. The second match is later in the night. We have Dolph Ziggler, who is no longer just, like, bopping around with Bobby, um, with R- Robert Roode. No, but, like, notably, nothing happening with Austin Theory. Yes. We had, like, like for a couple weeks, it seemed like they were going down that mm-hmm. route. No interaction between the two at all. Theory wasn't even around. No. So, like, you'd think since Dolph was in this match, Theory would be here to intervene. No. Nope. Was not. So, it's Dolph Ziggler, Champa, and uh, Chad Gable. Champa gets this win. Which was just like, oh, okay, we're doing it? Yes. We're doing this, Triple H? We're, we're pushing your boy? Of course he is. That is his, like, that is his child. Yeah, essentially. That is his child, And that leads to AJ Styles versus Tommaso Ciampa later in the night. Miz is out here with Ciampa, who, like, Miz helps Ciampa in this match. AJ Styles had the win. Miz puts Ciampa's foot on the rope. Ciampa ends up getting the win. He's going to face Bobby Lashley next week for the United States Championship. I hope he wins. Which, like, they, they had a big video package trying to acknowledge, like, hey, U.S. title means something. Yeah. So, like, we are... And Champa looks so good with a belt around his waist. Like... Please. All I... Like, I'm just happy that these mid-card titles seem like they're actually going to be relevant, maybe, again. I think that's something that Triple H would bring to the table, where he's just, like, that exact thing. Like, you can't just have both of the big titles on one guy and the other titles just not mean anything. Yeah, because, like, what else? Nobody's fighting for anything important. Right. Right. And, like, the U.S. title can mean something. and Especially when it's on Bobby Lashley, right. who is a dominant world champion. Right. And, like, you have it on him. Though I do let him want Champa to take it off of him. But still, like, I, I don't know. Like, I think that would be great. I don't... Was there anything with the Intercontinental title? Well, we'll get to that on SmackDown. Oh, right, right, right. I'm sitting here like, this wasn't Because next this up, Seth Rollins is in the ring. He's talking about how Riddle isn't gutsy. He's stupid. Yeah. Because uh, at SummerSlam, Riddle came out. He wanted to fight Rollins. It didn't go his way at all. And then Seth Rollins saying, now that Riddle's out of the picture, he can turn his attention to Roman Reigns, which, like, please, please do it. Please. Please. That gets interrupted by the Street Profits, and the Street Profits are just basically sick of Rollins. One of them is going to face Seth Rollins one-on-one. They're going to do rock, paper, scissors. So rock, paper, Montez takes the referee. And runs away. And it's going to be Montez or Seth Rollins. (laughs) And, like, awesome match. The entire time, all I'm thinking of is just 
is this now time for Montez to be separated? He looked so good. He looks like a million bucks. Looked so... And I know Seth Rollins... Like, Seth Rollins is honestly one of the best wrestlers around. Just, he really is. Like, and people can't deny that. He's so good. And he also makes people look good. But Montez, I think, looked good on his own. He, he does. And then he looked good in this match going against Seth. It was just like... Even the announcers were saying, like, wow, what a match. Like, what a match Because the was. guy looks like a star. Yes. He talks like a star. He acts like a star. And this was a great match between the two. Seth Rollins is going to get the win. Fine. Doesn't really hurt Tez at all. But, like, we... I feel like we do... Even if it's not, like, a hard turn. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know if I want Tez as a heel. Because he's so much fun. Well, you know how, like, the like, New Day... if Dawkins turns on him, that'd be great. It would kill Dawkins completely. Yeah, that would murder him. But it would send Tez to, like, a different level. But you know how the New Day, like, were still a tag team even though Big E was the champ or even though, like, Kofi was the champ? Like, they were trying to get, like, one of them to be the champ while they were still a tag team. Like, I wonder if they would take that route with the Street Profits or completely break them up. I would prefer that they just break them up. Yeah. Because I don't think, like... The New Day is a one-of-one. Yeah. And I think that we should keep it that way. Like, you can't... Like, I get that you don't want to separate certain teams. Because a lot of the times it doesn't work out for one of those guys. Yeah, like, it's not going to work out for Dawkins if they separate them. Like, take, like, Otis, right? He was with Tucker for a while. Mm -hmm. And then they separated the two. who is Tucker? Tucker completely disappeared off the face of this earth. And then they just put Otis with Chad Gable. Right. Like Chad Gable used to be in a tag team. Yeah, with Jason Jordan. They separated right. those two. Jason Jordan disappeared, well, although he's backstage. Uh, but also, he had a medical reason why he disappeared. But, like, but they still. just they just put him with Seth Rollins. Right. And, like, if you're not, if you don't have a plan when you separate these two, don't do it. Yeah. But if you have an idea of what you can do, like, I think just, I feel like Tez is just in that perfect, like, he's just in that slingshot getting pulled farther and farther back. And as soon as you let him go. Yeah, he's going to just go it's gonna far. It's going to be on. He's going to, I don't know, this match with him and Seth Rollins, I really think, like, if he wasn't already on the map, he is now. Like, he's on their radar. Yeah. He, like, they're like, remember when he had that this. main event match against Roman? Yes. On SmackDown? Like, he can be with the main event guy. Yes. He's already proven it. Yes. Even though that match wasn't great, like, you can put him in that match and it's believable. Yeah. I mean, his wife is already main event. She's fantastic. We talked about her a little bit before, and I honestly forgot that... You mentioned her going against Io Sky oh, last, last week, week. and yeah, that no, was the same yeah. the same show because Alexa Bliss and Asuka went against each other, but then Bailey, Io, and Dakota came out and started attacking them. So basically, that little trio was just attacking all of the women on the roster. They attacked Becky backstage. Then Very they shield-like. Attacked, yeah, uh, yes, attacked Alexa Bliss and um, Asuka, and then Bianca comes to their rescue and says, I don't care which one of you it is. I want a match against one of you. Like, tonight, we're going to have a match. So she goes against Io Sky. It was a long match. Io looked fantastic. Damn right. I mean, she usually does, but eventually it turns into a DQ because Bailey, Dakota, they all, everybody gets involved. Alexa, Asuka, everybody is just here. There's a brawl. This was perfect. It was fantastic. It You established Io Shirai, or whatever, Io Sky, as the star that she is. Mm-hmm. She is fantastic. She Without can work making with anybody. her lose in a bad way. And she doesn't lose. She mm-hmm. just, they're just interference. Yes. They're like, she doesn't have to take the pinfall, which, like, I guarantee if Vince is running that show, Io takes that pinfall. Yeah. But no, we don't this get is it. perfect. You can set up something for Dakota Kai, like, next week mm-hmm. and do the same exact finish, and it's fine. And eventually you get the Bailey-Bianca one-on-one. One thing I did want to note before that Alexa Bliss and Asuka match, Alexa had, like, a tiny little promo about how, like, she's done playing around. 
like she wants gold around her waist again. Me too. Yeah. Give it to her. Imagine Lily with that little gold belt. Shut up. Just little accessories. I did not. Like think of the L- merch opportunities. Here's the thing. If Lily gets accessories, I'm buying a Lily doll because that's hilarious. Except Listen, I would never put it. I'm in. All of our wrestling stuff is in our basement and our basement's haunted. So I could never put it down there. Well, I don't know what to do with that, <laughs> but I need it. I would need it if she had a little gold belt, little accessories. That's hilarious. Like, it feels like we might be getting back to, like, the women's division of old. Yes. Because for a while, it's just been, like, treading well, That's work. the thing that I think where people are, you know, there's always people talking about change. People don't necessarily like change. With Triple H coming into it, everybody was like, oh, you know, Vince's guys aren't going to be pushed as much. And Triple H is going to push his guys. And he is. And his guys are great. But well, his guys are also not, haven't been pushed before. Right. But also, I think people forget that Triple H is what made, like, the four horsewomen in NXT. And he's what made the women's roster what the women's roster is. Like, Triple H, well, Triple H and then also TJ. Well, you forgot Stephanie McMahon invented women's wrestling. That's a good point. So. (laughs) But that's because her husband is, like, has turned into the father of all of these women and just has taken over and taken them all under his wing. And they all look at this man like, like the creative genius. And well, you like can tell he cares figure. because his first base, basically his first order of business was, oh, Dakota Kai and Io Shirai, you're, exactly. you're coming with me. Like he is ready to build that women's roster back up and I'm here for it because that it has so much potential and they're just letting it flop. Yeah. Meanwhile, Rhea, who had joined the Judgment Day, yeah. is not doing anything. She's not involved in anything. Well, she was still kind of here with the Judgment Day. She is helping Day. to yeah. beat up the Mysterios and I need to start a petition online. I know. I want Rhea versus Ray, like, tomorrow. I know, especially because she did, like... She beat the shit out of Dominic. She beat the shit out of Dominic. Like, why can't we have her... I, that would be so much fun. We talked about it already. We'll keep talking about it until it happens. Please. It, it would be so much fun. The Mysterios versus the Usos happened this week for the Undisputed Tag Team Championships. The Usos retain because the downfall is not ready to happen yet. And then the Judgment Day comes out and they just attack the Mysterios afterwards. And the Dominics. The, the Dominics. And it it's perfect. You know, it is fantastic. Edge does come to their rescue. Earlier in the night, though, Edge did come out to his original his good music. He didn't come out to anything else. He didn't come out to to Brood Edge. He didn't come out to the Judgment Day music. Yeah, thank goodness. He came out to his good music, which like I also kind of think Triple H had like a little bit pop. behind. Yeah. Like it's recognizable. It's easy. Yes. Like so he came out and he said he's going to end the judgment day so when the judgment day was attacking the mysterios he came to their rescue eventually spears dominic because Rhea pushed him in front of finn and then the show ends with dominic laying in the ring being attended by medical staff which that that's not they no medical staff yeah they were not (laughs) medical staff but that's how the show ended and like Let's see Rhea versus Ray, because just for fun. I am down for Rhea versus Ray. I, I it's weird that we didn't get any Austin theory. Yes. Bobby Lashley did have like a nice little promo backstage about like how he wants to help bring the US title back to prominence. You had I mean, it was announced on SmackDown, but next week on Raw, we're finally, finally. getting the women's tag team titles back. Mm-hmm. A tournament will start on Raw. They didn't say who is in it at all. They did not at all mention anything about Sasha but and Naomi either. Rumors are running rampant. Mm-hmm. That Sasha and Naomi would be back. We don't know. Yeah, we have no we idea. We can only hope. Like, my idea would be run the whole tournament. At the very end of the tournament, Sasha and Naomi come out. We never lost the titles. And then we're fun. Yeah. I don't know who's going to be in this tournament, though. I would assume Eosky and Dakota Kai should probably be together. 
I, and then that like that's kind of just it. Yeah, I don't know how how they would do this. I, so I'm like, very intrigued. There are no women's tag teams no, except in NXT. If you want to bring up the NXT girls, you want to bring up yeah. like Toxic Attraction, Katana Chance, Caden Carter. Like there are women's tag teams in NXT mm-hmm. that you can bring up, but I'm very intrigued. I, I would bring up Toxic Attraction today. And either the finals of the tournament. Did they say? The finals of the tournament are going to be at Clash at the Castle. It's going to be a fun card. It's that's going. To, we've only had two official announced matches, and then plenty the, of things the you could speculate to be on. determined. Finals of the tournament will be at Clash of the Castle, so that'll be nice and that'll be a fun pay per view. And it's on a Saturday at like one p.m., which I know we've talked shit on with the Saudi shows, but I'm very ex- but that's usually well, the Saudi shows it's like, are a like, it's like a Tuesday yeah. or some garbage. <laughs> <laughs> like a midday Saturday show is like a dream. It's like a dream. Like I can't wait. I'm a little bit jealous. We don't live in California. Just wake up, roll out of bed, and watch pay per view. But like it, it's gonna be, it's gonna be a good Saturday, you know. And then we kicked off SmackDown in one of the best ways SmackDown's ever been kicked off. Yeah, this should happen every week. We need, yeah. So Pat McAfee is at the announce table. They're talking about SummerSlam, how he kicked Baron Corbin in the testicles at SummerSlam, mm-hmm. beat Baron Corbin at SummerSlam, and. They gave McAfee a NFL-style telestrator. Yeah. So that way he can draw over what's going on. It was absolutely And explain fantastic. the action. I need a Pat McAfee weekly segment with that telestrator. It was so good. It was. And, like, it doesn't even necessarily need to open the show. It was a hilarious way to open the show. No, it should be just, like, every week. Like, he should pick one match at least that he's just like, oh, you see that? Like, circle. 100%. And just, so Give good. it to us, please. So, so good. At one point, he even just, like, gave Baron Corbin a little like, thought bubble. <laughs> it just said, ouch. <laughs> like, it was just so good. Um, McAfee is just out of this world he's so fantastic baron corbin gets a match against ricochet this week which i don't know why i thought that was so weird but it was weird and ricochet got the win even weirder that rick gets the win here yeah so i guess we're building ricochet fine i like ricochet he's fun little flippy guy and then the weirdest moment of the week Mm -hmm. Liv morgan comes out at the request of kayla braxton Mm -hmm. nice little in-ring promo Liv comes out and the crowd is booing Liv Morgan. So mad. I'm I'm mad about it. Kayla Braxton was mad about it. The crowd is booing. They're chanting, you tapped out. Liv looks like almost ready to cry, basically. Yeah. But she was like, it's okay. I appreciate you calling me out on my shit. And like, sure. good for her. Yeah. You know? Go ahead. Apparently we can say whatever words we want on SmackDown now. I mean, they which we'll get to in a moment. They, they bleeped did. her. They did. It was just fine. But like, I just thought they screwed up with the finish of Morgan and Ronda. And I don't know if it was like Liv messed up or if the booking of it was messed up because she clearly tapped out before the three count. And her reasoning as to why she tapped in this interview was, I thought the ref had already counted three. That's why I tapped out. I'm wondering if that's what was supposed to happen. When she said that, I was like, oh, that's what was supposed to happen. Because, like, she tapped out way before that yeah, three. Yeah, she was at, like, one and a half when she started tapping. And so it just, it makes her look shit. Yeah. And then you had, you know, Ronda Rousey come out and attack a referee. Uh, or, I'm sorry, the same night. The same night. Attack the referee. Pissed. So yeah. she's now suspended. We're going to have a gauntlet match to determine Liv Morgan's next opponent at Clash of the Castle. It's going to be Natalia. Shayna Baszler, Shotzi, Raquel, Zia Lee, Aaliyah, and Sonya Deville. Basically the entire women's roster on SmackDown minus 
Lacey Evans, who is nowhere to be seen. I was very confused about that because they had announced us in the the like beginning like why of the show. Why not Lacey instead of Sonia? Why not Lacey instead of half of them? Yeah. Good like, point. I was very confused. When I was, like, sitting there, like, naming the people, I was like, well, we're at seven. Like, that's a weird number anyway. Like, at that point, just throw Lacey in. Like, just yep. have eight have eight of them in there. But also, like, it was very weird that she wasn't in there. But maybe she's on vacation or something. I don't know. It's summer. But the winner of this match was Shayna Baszler. Now, Shayna Baszler is going to go against Liv Morgan at Clash of the Castle. Triple H. <laughs> you can explain this decision, of course, by just saying I Triple love H. Shayna Baszler. I know that, like, that's like a that's two a hot time take, NXT but... Women's Champion, mm-hmm. one of the longest reigning women's champions exactly. ever in NXT history. Immediately gets a title shot against Liv Morgan. She's a great person to go against Liv. And at one point, it was it got down to just Shayna and Raquel. They were the last two standing. And I literally was just like, oh, my God, do you think that Triple H just went to Raquel? Like, listen, I don't care. You're Raquel Rodriguez here. You're not Ra- Raquel Gonzalez anymore. But stop being so smiley out there. We are no longer. She had, she had a great showing. Yes. And, and like, maybe was we're like, done with smiley Raquel, which great. Like, it was fun that the last two in this match were the only two in this match that had been NXT Women's Champion. Yes. And it's just like, okay, Triple H's fingerprints yep. again. Mm-hmm. We moved on to... The Intercontinental Championship story, mm-hmm. which is still ongoing. I talked about on this podcast, it's, it was nonsense that this match didn't happen at SummerSlam, but we're holding on to it for next week. Shinsei Nakamura this week went up against Ludwig Kaiser again, but this time if Shinsuke wins, he gets to face Gunther the following SmackDown for the Intercontinental Championship. And if I have said it once, I have said it a million times, we need a little camera yeah. like on the corner of the screen of just Pat McAfee during Shinsuke's entrance because once again during this entrance McAfee is just up going crazy dancing he's on the desk just kicking Michael Cole to the beat of Shinsuke's music like living Bailey's dreams exactly like it was actually fantastic Pat McAfee living his best life just absolutely living his best life so this match was great Shinsuke looks like Shinsuke I mean he gets the win here obviously him versus Gunther is going to literally slap they're going to slap each other's chests very hard they're going to kick each other it should be like if we can just get 20 minutes of smackdown time between shinsuke and gunther this match like if you have never seen shinsuke's first match in wwe it was an nxt versus Sami Zayn. it was our first introduction to shinsuke it was it is still to this day the best match Shinsuke has had in WWE. Yeah, it was fantastic. Because they beat the shit out of each other. That's exactly what's going to happen. And, like, Shinsuke never got to show that on the main roster. Mm-mm. And it's probably because Vince probably didn't like that style, I'm guessing. I don't uh, know My how. hope is that, because Gunther, nobody hits harder. Exactly. Shinsuke, strong style was his thing. Yeah. Throw them together. Let them hit each other for 20 minutes. It and this match will be match. fantastic. It needs to it be long. It needs to be a long match. And Gunther does need to win. But I don't mind if, like, there's a little bit of chicanery and that we can get. Because Gunther needs to also be a clash of the castle. There's yeah. no way you can have that match without your Intercontinental Champion. And in that match, it should be Gunther. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, save the real what? Let, ugh, save the real thing for Clash of the Castle. Yeah. This one can just have a little bit of, like, 
there's dirtiness behind it. Yeah. But then we also had the new Viking Raiders versus some random locals. And phew, these poor, poor little locals. And I mean little. They were <laughs> these poor little. little like, they look like toddlers in comparison to the Viking Raiders. And, of course, the Viking Raiders get the win. But then they get attacked by Kofi by himself. Alone. With a kendo stick. And this was because... They attacked um, Xavier last week, so Kofi's taking his revenge. This turns into a match of Kofi versus Eric, and Kofi won. Bro, I don't care about this. So weird. I do not care about the Viking Raiders. the Viking Raiders, yeah. I love Kofi. I love the New Day. I do not care about the Viking Raiders. I, I guess you can build them up to face the Usos. I'm not really interested because... Of how we've seen the Viking Raiders like the past couple years, they haven't ever been treated like a big You're deal. You're saying we're building the Viking Raiders up for the Usos? It's like because oh, what else are we doing? Like what are we doing with the I Viking didn't even Raiders? Think about that because there's really not a ton of tag teams available to face the Usos anyway. But like I don't, I just don't get the whole idea of the Viking Raiders at this point. No, not at all. But speaking of the Usos, we did have Sami Zayn go to Roman's locker room at one point, like in the beginning of the show, and the Usos come out, and he's like, oh, they did a wonderful job, and he was worried about Paul Heyman because he wasn't answering his text messages, and and he wants to go talk to Roman and congratulate Roman. But the Usos are like, no, it's not a good time. We'll text you later when you can come back. So then later, Sammy goes back again, and he's like, oh, I never got your text. And they're like, yeah, yeah, we were actually just about to text you. Like, can you go to production, make sure that his entrance and graphics and everything look good? So that was, like, all we got of Sammy Zayn this week. Paul Heyman is still dead out there recovering from just the massacre that happened to him at SummerSlam. And the Bloodline comes out to address Drew McIntyre. And... Bloodline with Roman. With everybody's Roman, yes. everybody's it's here. The Roman Reigns and the Usos. The only person that is missing is Paul Heyman and our honorary and Sam, Us. Sam, Sam Zane is in the production truck. Right. For He's some in the reason. production truck for some reason. Give Sammy something to do. It's a, not an honorary Us. Give him, I want him against Roman. Give him Roman. Like give him Roman. Like if this all leads to like Sammy's been bullied for too long and like we get like a Roman Reigns beatdown on Sammy and the crowd gets behind it. Hell yeah. And like this leads to underdog Sammy versus Roman at Hell some point. Yeah. I don't even care if I don't even care if Sammy loses. Give I this do. man a championship match against Roman Reigns like as the culmination of all this honorary oose bullshit. Yeah. It's it is hilarious. Sammy it's plays so it perfectly. Good. I mean, it's Sammy's been going on for great. so long. Give this man something to do. He's so great as both a wrestler and a sports entertainer. Like, he's fantastic he's on both ends. I love him so much. But Drew comes out, and as Drew is walking down the entrance, the lights start to go dark, and music hits. And recognizable then, music, by recognizable the way. Recognizable music. Everything is black and white now. And there's some chick just <laughs> chilling on the entrance. And all of a sudden, Drew gets attacked from behind. And I'm sitting there going, who the fuck is this guy? Because I can't see this guy's face. He's not it, just the way that they're wrestling. He's not like he doesn't wear a mask or anything. And then all of a sudden, I realized that was Scarlet at the entrance. This is Karrion Cross. He has hair now. This is, it's so, where did they come from? Where did they come from? They were released. And now here they are because Triple H is in charge. Karrion Cross has returned. This is why you don't burn bridges. Right. This is why if you let, get let go from a job, there's no reason to talk shit about that job. Karrion Cross and Scarlett a few months ago, or I don't even know, maybe like a year it ago at this point. It could have even been longer, yeah. Were released together. Mm-hmm. 
and everybody talked about how like he was misused on the main roster, which he was. He was. And there was no Scarlet on the main roster, garbage, which was crazy. Garbage gimmick on the main roster, and Scarlet wasn't there. Every single interview they did, they talked about how much they appreciated Triple H, mm-hmm. how much like how much they helped, or how much he helped them mm-hmm. like through the creative process in NXT, and immediately upon Triple H becoming in charge of SmackDown and Raw, Karrion Cross is not only brought back with hair. <laughs> but he is brought back with Scarlet and put into a segment with Drew McIntyre and Roman yeah, Reigns. Essentially, like after he attacks Drew McIntyre, he has a stare down with Roman Reigns. So like And then Scarlet puts the clock in the ring. And they TikTok their way out of there. Like This is how you should have done yes. this to start with. Right. So like essentially this, this was man not hard. was released, brought back, and is now thrown into the main like the main event, the main show. Like this is how Karrion Cross should have been presented to start with. Yeah. This is how NXT champions should be brought up to start with. Mm-hmm. Put them in something important. Yeah. Karrion Cross's first match, or like debut, I think, was that the the Jeff Hardy match where he lost in like two minutes? Yeah, he just And then he started losing. coming out yeah. in like weird gear. There was no Scarlet. They completely destroyed him and then ended up releasing him. He's been doing independent dates with Scarlet. Mm-hmm. Still has a lot of independent dates booked throughout August, so I don't know how that's going to work. I mean, I'm sure he'll probably still do them because, like, it seems so. like with Drew and uh, Roman lined up for the pay-per-view in September, like, it's fine that Karrion runs out his August dates and then after Clash of the Castle, then he's kind of more brought into the actual roster again. So here's my idea. Okay. You're going to have Roman versus McIntyre at Clash of the Castle. Yes. Karrion Cross attacked Drew McIntyre. Yes. Drew McIntyre's going to want revenge. Yes. Do a triple threat match. Why not? Do a triple threat match just for the WWE Championship. Okay, so not for both. Not for both. Love that. Just the WWE Championship, Clash of the Castle. Drew McIntyre gets to pin Karrion Cross. So it doesn't hurt Karrion Cross because he's in a main event match for a championship. Roman only loses one belt. Roman only loses one belt, and he didn't get pinned to lose it. Yeah. So you huh. keep everything alive. You get a title on Raw every week, yeah, which we need desperately. Yes. And Roman gets to keep his record-breaking run with the Universal title because that, like, his record has nothing to do with the WWE Championship. No, it, it all started with the it's Universal. It's the Blue Universal yeah. title. That's mm-hmm. it. And then you can have a Roman versus Karrion feud going into Survivor Series, or you can have a Roman versus Drew feud. You can do both. I don't give a shit. Get one of these titles off of him. Yeah. And put it on Drew. Why not? Like, Drew needs to go over and clash the castle. He does not need yeah. to pin Roman Reigns, but he needs to win that match. Have him win one of those titles, and then you can have Drew versus Karrion Cross on Raw. You can have Karrion Cross versus Roman on SmackDown. Either one. But I think this is a perfect way to, one, establish a new star. Because yeah. Karrion Cross with Scarlet is a star. Yes. Karrion Cross without Scarlet and no hair. Flop. Flop. Terrible. Generic garbage. This can all work, but this is just a matter of, like, Triple H doing the easy thing. Yeah. Like, Vince was presented with Karrion Cross, a dope-ass entrance, cool-ass song, beautiful, gorgeous, creepy manager. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, all of those words fit her perfect. And... He fumbled it. Yeah, he had no idea what to had do with no it. Had no idea what to do with it. Like, like, he fumbled Keith Lee, which to this day, it makes no sense. He fumbled The Fiend. He fumbled Braun Strowman. He, he fumbled so Speaking many different the guys. Fiend, do we think? Do we think? Like, you can rattle off 20 different names right now that are currently free agents that Triple H could reach out like, to. Bring me Bray. 
bring me Bray Wyatt. Bring me Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. Bring like, me, like... Any I, of uh, them. Like, congratulations to Peyton Royce and, yeah. and Sean Spears for, like, Cassie's now expecting a baby. Congratulations and all. God damn it, were we so close. <laughs> like... Oh, could we have gotten the Iconics back? Like, is that going to be one of those what-ifs? Especially what with the, the women's tag that titles we have back? this women's tag tournament uh, bring, starting on Raw. Give me Billy Kay, then. Yeah, like, but like she can't... Sign them both, yeah. and then just, like, wait Peyton out. Yeah. Like, bring bring Billy in. Listen, she can have her fun thing. women have had kids and come back. So, Peyton, Cassie Lee can definitely do the same thing. I hope that when they come back, though... They're obviously going to come back together because that's who they are as people. I would bring back Billy by herself. Have her remember that like weird resume gimmick she was doing. Yes, where she was trying to find friends. Yes, do that forever. And then when Cassie's ready to come back, she gets to go back together with her her bestie. I love it. I I think it's fantastic. It would be great. I'm very curious to see who's going to be in this women's tag team tournament. But it's starting on Monday, so we will we'll see some of it then. Uh, and then Clash of the Castle is Saturday, September 3rd. We only have officially two matches lined up, which is Roman Reigns versus Drew McIntyre, Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler, and then probably the finale of, or the finals of that tag team champion. Awesome Theory, still your money in the bank holder. No idea where he even exists anymore. You assume probably Bailey and Bianca in a match as well. Mm-hmm. Edge versus maybe Finn. Probably one, yeah, probably Finn. And then you have the very next night, it's going to be AEW All Out. Yes. We hope to have CM Punk versus Moxley, maybe Kenny Omega, maybe the finals to the new Trios Titles Tournament. Mm -hmm. A lot going on in wrestling. I feel like we're kind of like, there's a lot of positivity going wrong. Yes. Because Triple H is now in charge of WWE. It feels like we're ramping things up. And it's a completely new era. Mm -hmm. Like there was actual, like a lot of wrestling. This week, yes, on WWE's show, so we're in a we're in a new a new era. We've never been here before. It's very exciting to see. I have nothing really negative to say about it. I'm I'm hopeful, and I'm excited. But we'll see where that goes. Make sure you're following us everywhere at HeBookSheBook, and don't forget to follow, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening, guys.